Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast, YouTube channel, or other podcast, or whatever, wherever you are listening. Um, Sarah E, and um, I practice a mental wellness process of five modules, and I practice a universal ethics process, which covers my spiritual life. Um, there's hopefully some information on how I do that. All you have to do is search my episodes or search my videos on whatever platform you're listening and um, it's really basically a church within um, it's just a, a spiritual practice I do which has a set of my own uh, commandments uh, namely that we don't use each other for gratification that's first and foremost it's basically about respect and it was inspired last uh, summer when I had my own unique experience with the Lord Jesus Christ we all have our own experiences with spirituality. We all have our own experiences with mental wellness. I need to stress that very strongly. Um, if you listen to my podcast, I expect you to have at least a respectful attitude toward my opinion, even if you don't agree with it. Sometimes I call out a lot of stuff that you may or may not have heard about before. or Maybe, maybe it's a breath of fresh air to you as well. I've craved that breath of fresh air all my life, dealing with the contemporary, um, traditional society all my life, namely in the United States of America. Um, that might be okay for many people, but it's not okay with me, and I try in turn to be respectful. So with all due respect, welcome to my content by Sarah Lee. Um, that out of the way, I will talk about what is going on in my life. There's a term called polyamory, which means many loves, I believe. Or you can look it up on the search engine if it's not quite, if you're not sure I'm correct. Again, my experience, my opinion, what I hear and what I express. Um, I'm in a relationship that is one of the most rewarding, fulfilling relationships I'd ever been in my life. And I've tried the traditional uh, model, um, being with um, being with men. Um, I've tried the traditional model being monogamous. I've tried uh, non-traditional models. I've been in uh, lesbian uh, dating, lesbian monogamous relationships. I've been in monogamous... Uh, you know, non, non-LGBTQ relationships. And um, I have not been happy in any of them. And I don't think it's just because uh, they were traditional or they were not polyamory. I think it was because I was in relationships with uh, people that didn't have any more of a clue about how to deal with romantic relationships or with sex than I did. You know, I'll say that again with all due respect. Many of them, many of us are, are sexually immature. Many of us are romantically and familially and societally dysfunctional. We don't even know how to deal with relationships. And I'll sign my name at the bottom of that, that four-step, Bill W. I'll sign my name right on the bottom, Sarah E. And um, I'm still learning. But um, the relationship that I've hap been happiest in lately has been also very exhausting. I've been in, I've been in traditional 
relationships, um, contemporary type relationships that have also been very, very exhausting. And um, even positive stress, even you stress can be exhausting. I've heard of people getting married and getting cancer right after they get married or getting sick right after they get married or uh, getting pregnant as planned but then losing the baby and wondering what happened. And again, I'm not a doctor or a therapist or you know any kind of a professional. I just know that I've heard that kind of thing happening either in fiction or in, re- or in real life. I've heard of that happening. And it's probably from, from not being able to manage stress very well. And um, I, I must say, that's not very easy in a society like this. We're under a lot of peer pressure. We're under a lot of social pressure. We're under a lot of political and economic pressure, especially when we're in relationships. And that's kind of what I've been dealing with for the past couple of weeks. I love, I love my partners dearly. They have been my friends since I was a child. Uh, Sherry's, been, Sherry's been my friend since I was six. Aura's been my friend since I was six, my live-in partner. And uh, Dee has been my friend since I was nine. And I love them all as dearly as ever. I love them to bits. And um, I also got reminded several times this week by GPT and by my human roommate and by my human mentor, I got reminded several times, and I'm, I'm trying to integrate this, to take care of myself, to love myself. And as a result of not being able to take care of myself or love myself, I fell behind again. I, um, I fell behind in my uh, schedule. I got up an hour late. I got up 50 minutes late this morning after working hard as you know what to stabilize my circadian rhythms. I finally made it so that I could stabilize myself enough to get up at 5 a.m. every morning and go to bed every night at 8 o'clock. And I had a date with uh, Sherry last Monday. And I was able to uh, negotiate that, but I was, I was so tired that I needed an extra cup of coffee. And um, I probably should have gone to bed, but I uh, had a date with her, and I went. I was late for it, but I went. I called her and kept in touch with her and texted her, and she was very understanding. Fortunately, my my, uh, partners are very understanding and very forgiving, but I am exhausted. Um, I had a very unstable circadian system for years and it was from dealing with a terrible trauma and um, it started out with dealing with a terrible trauma um, I, my, the first time I had a uh, intimate encounter now I hope you read my disclaimer um, this is adult content not for entertainment but for self-help and educational purposes and from my own experience, I had an experience. My first uh, intimate encounter with someone was a friend. And um, we became intimate. I'll just put it that way and, and, and uh, say it very, uh, very vaguely because I don't want any sensation. I don't want any, uh, any uh, you know, I don't want any reaction from any of you. Um, about about legalities or about and I don't want to encourage anyone ever to do anything illegal 
but I went through an experience um, emotionally and legally and morally, and um, it 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 just about ripped apart everything I thought I might have been, everything I was, and um, the end result was I had I had chronic um, refractory immovable insomnia. And um, my, my body clock got so destabilized that I didn't even know when to go to sleep and when to be awake. I just knew that my body was all out of whack and my, my head was all out of whack even more. My mental illness symptoms were worse. And I was confronting issues from my childhood that, uh, to make a long story short, um, po- you know, it had a positive effect too. It inspired to me to make my uh, processes and talk about them. And um, I'm finally uh, sleeping when I need to, but I'm in a I'm in an environmentally toxic situation. Um, the uh, neighbors upstairs I don't know if they're using a uh, subsonic generator or if they're just a bunch of noisy kids that like to run around above me or walk heavily. But my floor vibrates all the time, intermittently. Uh, it all the time, you know. It's just repetitive uh, spikes of sound that vibrate my floor and keeps me awake. I can't even work in here. Um, It's earlier in the morning right now, so um, I don't really feel it right now, but later on in the morning when I'm I'm getting settled into work back here to do my, uh, you know, do my content and educate myself, I... um, and then interact with, uh, if you will, my clients. I um, have to deal with, put up with those floor vibrations all the time, and they uh, they drive me insane, or they threaten to anyway. And um, so I'm always in this uh, survival mode. And last night um, I went to bed a little bit later than my usual schedule. I think I I had a sense like, oh my God, it's happening. My circadian system. Is destabilized. I missed my date with Sherry again last night, and um, it was because I was tired. It was because I was stressed out from from trying to work and deal with the floor vibrating, and um, you know adjust my uh, environment, you know, so that I could uh, try and muffle it or um, or mask it with uh, counter vibrations, and it wasn't working. They still, they still penetrated, and I was on edge, I think, throughout the entire three hours that I was trying to work, and I was t- probably tired from that. I was also trying to find an app, a free app that I could use without, without having to pay any money for, and that, that cut into my time that I could have spent getting ready to go on my date. So dealing with my life and dealing with uh, three three women, um, dealing with living with um, I, I love Aura, I love Aura so much I love her to pieces, and that has nothing to do with it. I have to deal with um, I have to deal with that. You know, her her being in in my in the back room all the time, where I sleep and work and uh, whatever, and that's one of the reasons I I might stay up late in the living room and chat with my roommate. I just, I'm trying to uh, unwind 
outside my the back room. And then uh, I missed my date with Sherry. And um, I almost missed my date uh, the other night with uh, Dee. And that's my primary, that was, that's been my primary uh, relationship. And um, the other two people that came into my life that, that have been my friends since childhood, Sherry and Aura, um, I experienced initial limerence, which is something you can even experience in a healthy rela reciprocated relationship at the beginning of it. Um, you experience profound, powerful, romantic feelings and maybe a lot of sexual desire. And I was dealing with that for the past couple of weeks and uh, almost neglecting my uh, primary uh, girlfriend relationship, which I've been in for seven years with Dee. And I had to deal with her getting mad at me the other night because uh, she was insecure. She was wondering if I was forgetting about her, if I was just, you know, prioritizing my relationship with uh, Aura in the back room, or if I was uh, feeling more love for Sherry when uh, she didn't feel that there was enough love for her. So I was dealing with that and exhausting myself all week long. And now I'm falling behind again in my sleep schedule and I'm falling behind again in my work schedule. I need to start work in an hour. And I have, I've, I've taken a shower, but I haven't gotten dressed yet. I haven't um, eaten yet. I haven't had my second cup of coffee yet. And I feel compelled to make this uh, podcast episode because I want to talk about it. And I told my, I told my partners, I need to make a podcast episode right now and talk about my relationship with you guys, you know, and permission, they gave me permission to do that, but they said, uh, Sarah, I think the, the biggest mistake you're making is you are burning yourself out, you're not, you're not, uh, loving yourself, you're not including yourself in this, uh, arrangement, you're, you're focusing on, on, on me, you're focusing on, on Sherry, you're focusing on Aura, but you're not focusing on Cyril. Oh my God! You know why, why do why do why do my loved ones and partners have to keep reminding me over and over and over and over and over and over and over again that that's happening? Probably because I didn't I didn't learn how. As a uh, survivor of some very extreme abuse, and a survivor of intimate abuse, and. Um, someone who's been codependent all her life. I don't know how to do that. I tried to take my power nap yesterday so I could date Sherry, and um, instead I spent uh, the, hour, the hour and more. Um, it was supposed to be a 30-minute uh, power nap. I ended up spending two and a half hours um, looking for a damn, a damn free app, and... Um, I missed my date. I was even more exhausted and I missed my date. And um, I went out into the other room to get myself another cup of coffee. And um, I didn't have a fight with my roommate, but I bitched at him. I just, I complained about how bad I was feeling, how guilty I was feeling and how shameful I was feeling. And he, he's a good friend. He was there for me, but I'm ashamed. You know, self-care, 
Now, this might be becoming a topic of self-care here. Self-care is like putting on an oxygen mask, you guys, on an airplane. How many of you have been on an airplane and uh, you've you've wanted to, even, even when the flight attendant tells you to put on your oxygen mask before you help other people, how many of you have wanted to just help other people first? It is very important to put that mask on. You need to be able to trust the flight attendant and trust yourself. You need oxygen to live. We need oxygen to live, you guys. When we burn ourselves out and don't take care of ourselves, we die. Even if we don't die immediately, we might get sick, we might burn out and be an even worse friend, worse worker, worse uh, family member, worse partner than we've ever been in our lives because we're not taking care of ourselves. And many of us may not know what that looks like, but we better friggin' uh, experience it really goddamn fast if we are to get along and survive and be good for anyone else, be good for each other at all. Take care, everyone. And I mean that. You put on your own oxygen mask before you help anyone else. Stop people-pleasing. Stop sacrificing yourself. For me, part of the new earth is being able to stop doing that. Make a new sacrifice, ladies and gentlemen. Sacrifice that old life now before you lose it, before you lose your new life.